The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show on free agency is, well, it's almost winded down. Not that it's going to stop or anything, but the Raiders have spent huge money. We're going to talk about our new players here on show 521. Right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the Coliseum psychosis is over. Yes, all the drama, and I'm going to go into this because, well, it's ridiculous and is a classic Raiders buffoonery. We'll hit on the Coliseum situation. Okay, the free agent spending spree. The Oakland Raiders spent a ton of freaking money this year. Now, I don't know whether it's Mayock or the lack of Reggie's control, but, well, could be good, could be bad. We'll hit on that. Rule changes. <laughs> yes, it's that time of year where the owners meet in Las Vegas and they talk about instant replay and changes of rules and how they're going to improve the game. Oh, please, leave it alone. That and the bone line should wrap up this show, folks. It's nice that football is starting to churn and burn. The draft is next, the 21st. Well, it's coming pretty soon. We'll hit on that pretty soon. Not on this show. Let's get to it, shall we? international search the Raiders psychosis is finally come to an end <laughs> I don't believe it talking to Houston and San Diego and Spain and London and, well, pretty much anybody that has a stadium. The Oakland Raiders have returned home. The place they should have started at. The place that they should have really invested a little more in at the very beginning. And uh, Mark should uh, untie his panties because here they are. They're back at the Coliseum paying not one, not two, but three times more than a normal season. Uh, the, the Raiders are not getting out of town cheap. I think there's other things that they signed on to. Not too sure. I know it's not going to be cheap for the Raiders to leave Oakland. And the lawsuit, um, which is, <laughs> I don't know. It is what it is. Um, but I think we're repeating the same exact thing that, that the Rams fans did when the Rams left St. Louis and went to Los Angeles. So we're not going to get too into that, but 
I will say that the buffoonery around this thing has cost not only the Raiders time, but all the fans. And here's the other thing. I called my ticket rep, and this was just the other day. He said maybe two or three weeks from now, they'll get the announcement and they'll get the... What I'm thinking is they're trying to wait to the very last minute, throw up an obscene cost, and hope that people just dive in. Because usually those ticket prices reflect what the Raiders have to pay for rent that season. And man, if that's the case, that means my tickets are going to be like 3500 bucks. I don't think so, Tim. I think that it's going to have to be worked out. I don't know how they're going to do it, but um, who knows how much it's going to cost. We don't know yet. Should be up in the next couple weeks. It'll be interesting to see what they try to hit the Raider fan for in Oakland before they ski-daddle to Las Vegas um, and then forget all about the Bay Area. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. So the buffoonery is over. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, they, the votes, just the ink's probably not even dry on the contract yet. So we shall see. Ticket prices will be announced, and I can hardly wait for that. And that is all I have to say about the psychosis. <laughs> oh, brother. There's another flag. Rule changes in the NFL have been proposed. Not accepted yet, but it's pretty funny. Uh, the Chiefs are still butthurt about losing to the Patriots in overtime. So they, of course, tried to sneak a little rule in that would give them an advantage next time they're faced with that situation. Well, that'll also give their opponents an advantage at the time. I really don't see it going anywhere. It's the old um, overtime rules. They've been rehashing them for, well, quite some time if you've been an NFL fan. They're, they're thinking about making some buffoonery go down. But it's funny that's coming from the Chiefs. Oh, 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 no. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. It didn't quite make it there. <laughs> Okay, yeah, they're crowning princes of the AFC West, whatever. And, uh, well, that was their suggestion. There's also been some other suggestions on rule changes, on challenging penalties, which is kind of cool. All this, though, to me as a fan, makes it longer, makes the game more painful. I know it's, uh, it's brutal as a Raider fan. Every time you get a score, it's like, where is the flag? Or we have a big play, where is the flag? It's kind of like our Raiders mantra, Raider Nation, baby, where's the flag? Because <laughs> it's been on us for freaking ever. My suggestion, as always, I think the head referee at the end of every game should stand in front of the camera and the press and explain his penalties and why they called this. We can actually go over those and show them to the referee staff. That myself, I feel is the best way to embarrass them into not calling plays that are, you know, false or being a little more conservative because, quite frankly, they're changing the game so much. It's, um, it's not as fun to watch, quite honest. The flags are killing me. 
They're taking way too much time. The refs have way too much TV time. Let's move the hell on from the whole thing. The instant replay over penalties is going to add more time, boring time, to me. Uh, let's just make a call and move on. Uh, John Groom, one thing I do agree with is, you know, let's just get rid of instant replay. Amen. Because it just takes too much freaking time. And the referees, like I said, they should stand and face the music at the end of the game and have the reporters talking to them about the crappy calls they made. And I guarantee you that will change the whole program uh, moving forward. That is all I have to say about the rule change. Well, Denver had some other funky... Uh, they want to start from the 15-yard line at the end of the game. They had some funky ones, too. Thank you, Mr. Elway, who can't pick a quarterback to save his life. Thank goodness. <laughs> also, also, Weiler, go, go. There was a couple other guys in there. All right, enough of the referees. They've already taken too much of my freaking time. All right, it's time for the free agent spending spree. put down some bonies this season in a hail of $100 bills first goes Antonio Brown which was really surprising to me because the last show I said just say no Antonio and there was no way around it now I am glad that they didn't use one of the first round picks that was my major concern so we, well, we gave up a fifth and a third no big deal uh, we're going to pay him the money however and I hope that he can run a route farther than five to eight yards because I'm sick of seeing Carr throw those passes. But Antonio Brown definitely increases the likelihood that Carr will have a successful season. Thank goodness for that. Now, I'm hearing rumblings they could get rid of Seth Roberts. I say horse shit. He's been one of the most consistent guys uh, besides Cook, which is traded to um, the New Orleans Saints. Thank you very much. I don't get that either, either but whatever. <laughs> whatever. The Raiders also pick up Terrell Williams from the Chargers. Pretty good slot receiver, good guy. Kind of trailing off here in the last couple years. He was on the other side of Keenan Allen. But, you know, I, I don't know. We lost Jordy Nelson. This guy could take up the slack. I still say that Seth Roberts is a great player. And I think we should let him continue to work that slot position because he's really good. We'll see where this goes, but, you know, there you go. Trent Brown, the big, massive $66 million, million. signing, average $15 million a year. Trent Brown, offensive tackle, $36.75 guaranteed dollars. Wow. Brown is, Brown is the richest offensive lineman in history now. Thank you, Oakland Raiders. I almost have to say thank you, Al Davis, because this really seems like it's an Al Davis kind of a free agency to me. A um, lot of money going out. A lot of long-term things going out. Um, but then again, you know, we're going to have a bunch of rookies 
that are going to take a few years to catch up for the salary issue. So maybe it's the smartest move ever. Now, a lot of the pros say that this is a reach and it was too much and blah, 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 blah. But if you watch him play last year for the Patriot Rats, uh, he made Colton Miller look like a child. Okay? Colton Miller was a revolving door, as was Penn. And Penn is gone, by the way. Thank goodness. I'm glad that happened. But my feeling is Trent Brown should pay for himself this season. Assembly was good, too, his first year, and then he trailed off dramatically. I like Trent Brown both in pass defenses and also in the run game. He can get way out there. He's very athletic. He's a good guy. He's a big body. And I hope he moves that big body like he did last season because I think that is a great pickup, although we could have paid a little too much, but we shall see. Carr should have time to throw the ball, and that would be refreshing to see this year. LaMarcus Joyner, free safety from the Rams, $42 million deal, good player. Short player, five foot eight, hundred ninety-one pounds, kind of a smaller guy, but he's tenacious. I mean, he's like Carl Joseph. They're almost like bookends back there because they're about the same size, and they're both very aggressive. He's not only good in the backside; he's very good in uh, taking down the quarterback when it calls for it. Another very hefty contract, um, but like I said. With three first-round picks, we could be in the mix this season. Jordan DeVay, offensive line. Stole him from Kansas City. We need an offensive line depth since early last year. I mean, we were playing with uh, ninth-round players as far as I'm concerned. Our offensive line was pitiful. We need backups. This guy's good also. He could double as a center. And he could gave, if gave, something ever happens to Gabe Jackson, you know, we got somebody there, which is pretty cool. This guy's six foot six, 320 pounds, not to be messed with. And uh, he started 17 of his 39 career games um, with the Patriots. So I say, you know, we'll see how that works. Jonathan Hawkins is one of our guys. We signed him to a two year deal. I think that was probably smart. He played good last year. He had some really breakout, good breakout games, but we shall see. Vontez, perfect. I was going to call this section. I told Randy our our offseason was perfect. <laughs> so a lot of controversy about this young man. He has a troubled and checkered past, as do a lot of players. He's had a lot of off-field issues. I hope that doesn't come to hurt us. I don't think so. He does love the coach. He's a Bengal. He was the Bengal. And uh, we didn't pay him a lot of money, but I think he's going to be our Romanowski to this team. I think that's what Gruden sees in Vontez Perfect is Romanowski. A nasty guy that could spit at anybody at any moment. And I think that's what our defense kind of needs. He's a nasty dude. And uh, I think uh, perfect would be perfect in the middle. 
providing some good run defense, also calling the plays because he's done it a few times, and he's a very physical dude in every aspect of the word. Now, you're going to expect some penalties from this guy, but can also expect to be entertained as well. Nevin Lawson, cornerback. It's been five seasons with the Lions. Well, you know, we're needing that position. It's tough. We haven't really sewn that one up. But we have Daryl Worley and Arian Conley. I like to call his name more this season. So I think our back end improved by 100%. I think <laughs> the pass defense improved by 100%. We can pick up some monsters in the draft. This could be one hell of a season. Dwayne Harris. Return specialist is coming back. He's fun to watch. He's got to pick up that dead ball right on the one-yard line, the one-foot line last season. Remember, Denver ran it all the way back for a touchdown. Deserves to be a Raider. That alone, to me as a coach, would guarantee his slot this season. But 14.1 uh, yards per punt return average, that's the second best in the league. I think he deserves a chance. Eric Harris, safety, of course. Resigned Harris to a two-year deal. Denzel Good, another offensive lineman. You know, we picked him up off the Colts, who now have a great offensive line, so this guy could fill in some spots. Josh Maru, defensive end. Got this guy from the Giants. You know, we need guys that can pass rush, and we need guys to help skinny guys like Arden Key that I hope have slapped on 25 pounds by this time this year. So we need that help on the edge, especially, you know, <laughs> especially with what happened last year, the not-to-be-named player. Mike Glennon, quarterback, we got him as a, I don't know, maybe he's just going to be a camp quarterback, but they signed him, so we'll see what happens. Curtis Riley, free safety, another one. New York Giants. He's supposed to be a good guy, and I think the Giants are shedding some of their better players because they're trying to rebuild, and I think we did a good job by picking these guys up. You know, Antonio Brown, I didn't even go into that. I think that's a fantastic signing now. Now that I see all these other moves that we made, and I honestly can't believe how much money we spent. It's crazy money. We have a little bit of room left. We're saving $11 million cash for our signing group uh, for this draft because we got three first-round picks. I think normally we'd keep $8 million in reserve, but 11 because we got to pay these guys. It's interesting to see what we do now in the draft that we have done this in free agency. Not a lot to see here. I mean, they can pick up anyone. I'm hoping that we don't pick up a quarterback, but I'll get into that next show because I have uh, some of my opinions, but they're just mine. <laughs> they're mine's, and they're not anybody else's but mine's. But, so I think, you know, people giving us a grade, whatever they want to do, I could care less. I think our team improved 100% on every level. Um, even pass rushing, I think, improved 100%. I think we'll have a much better team if, even if we started camp today. 
So we got some draft picks here, folks, and it's going to get real exciting here real soon. I can't wait. That's very exciting. And this safe, this whole uh, experience in free agency has been pretty wild uh, for me as a Raider fan. Reminds me of Al Davis days. <laughs> it sure does. Let's pay these geek guys. Let's pay them. Who cares? Sixty-six million. Pay them. So I don't know what Mark Davis is doing for money, but. Whatever it is, he's doing pretty good because he's spending big-time dollars on these players. And that is all I have to say about that. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. I know it's off-season. Everyone's enjoying their spring and the summer will be here. But for right now, we got to talk about Raider football. Well, until it gets real dull <laughs> in the deep off season. I don't know when that is, but it's not very long. So, is the bow nine? You guys telling me what's up? And our first caller is my very good brother in the heart of what's going down in Raider Town. My good brother. Raider Steve of Vegas. <laughs> What's going on, Steve? Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. Uh, I called a little while ago, and I got cut off for whatever reason. Anyway, just called to say I know I said I wasn't going to do it or I wasn't thinking about doing it, but the Raiders called, and I went, and my family and I, we got season tickets. Uh, it turned out to be a lot less expensive than I thought it was going to be. Uh, we didn't get the greatest tickets, of course, um, but you know we got. I, I hope that in that new stadium, that any seat is pretty good. Um, I met with Howie Long Jr. Um, he he's the one that sold me my tickets. Um, I asked him a couple questions. You know, he um, he said that he used to be the assistant for uh, Jack Del Rio, and that you know, I don't know, he didn't seem too excited about you know Jack getting ousted and all that, but. It was excited to have Gruden there. Of course, you know, he was telling the company line, but, um, yeah, he seemed generally excited. Uh, my family and I are excited to have season tickets. We've got a block of sticks, man, so if you guys ever want to come down, obviously I don't think we're going to be going to every game because you know what kind of an undertaking that is. But I don't know. We'll see what happens um, when, they, when they get here and, and how it is. I'm a little nervous about getting those season tickets because – I don't want Antonio Brown. I don't want anything to do with Antonio Brown um, unless it's for a really low pick and we don't have to pay him a ton of guaranteed money. And if we trade for, if we trade all these draft picks that we got rid of Cooper and Mac for and go get uh, frickin' Kyler Murray, I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to figure out how to make a noose and then I'm going to hang myself because that dude, like, I don't care what anybody says. I I do not have any faith in that guy. I'm tired of all the car bashing. You know what I mean? Like, car needs at least one more year, man. Uh, we've got t- we've got picks to move up next year, and that's when all the good quarterbacks are coming in. So if Carr doesn't perform for whatever, and I think he will, I think he'll be fine. But if Carr doesn't perform this year, and we don't give him some help, the best time to get a quarterback will be next year. Do not waste all these picks on this guy kyler murray who's like yeah i'm he's like my size man and he'll get crushed out there i don't care i don't care it's all hype man it's garbage 
Um, you know, the media, they, they take swings at Gruden every day. I'm tired of it. I'm happy that we haven't given up a first yet for Antonio Brown. If it's the Bills, um, you know, he was going to get traded to the Bills, and he said no. I just I, – I think we need to avoid that situation, man. I don't think we need any – like, I don't know. Of course, I want somebody like Antonio Brown, man. I get it. But it's not ready. It's not right for our team right now. It's a bad decision to do it right now. I don't think we should do it. Like you just said on the podcast, we need to – I think we just need a draft as good as we can this year. Maybe pick up one or two. Hey, Raider Greg, it's Raider Steven Vegas again. I got cut off for a third time, so I'll just finish up what I was going to say. We're going to get a wide receiver. Let's get uh, that guy from the Chargers. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to pay him a lot of money. And then let's go big in free agency next year, man, right before coming to Vegas. I mean, obviously, we're doing a rebuild. Um, that sucks for everybody in Oakland. Uh, I just I don't think we're close enough to spend big money on free agents right now. I think that'd be a big mistake. Anyway, man, happy to see that you're back doing the show. Uh, you come out to Vegas. I mean, once that season starts, man, you've got a you've got a wealth, you got a place to stay. You got tickets. They're not the best, but you got tickets here, man. Uh, if you want to come on out, um, so go Raiders, man! And uh, I'm looking forward to the next show. And I hope we kill the draft. I'm out. First, thanks for the call, brother. It's always good to hear you. Well, we did get Antonio, even though I was against it, but we didn't pay too much. We paid money, and. We paid a lot of money, bro, Um, as you know. We got some good guys, so I don't think Carr will have an excuse next year, especially with our offensive line help. I mean, we got a lot better uh, in most all positions, with the exception of defensive line, really. So it is what it is. We'll see what happens. It's pretty exciting. I'm jazzed, man. You got six seats? Good for you, man, and good for your dad. I mean, shit, what a great thing that here he is in the prime of his life being able to go to the Raiders, see his favorite team right there in town. Shit, that is great for you guys. I'm jazzed. And hell yeah, I'll take you up on one of those seats. My wife and I will fly in and we'll buy those seats and uh, we'll sit together. That would be the best thing, bro. I'd love to have that happen. All right, man, thanks for the call and the insight. I mean, we got to kill this draft. You are absolutely right, bro. We need three studs in the first round. All right, our next caller is Ruben from North Carolina. What's going on there, my good brother? Hey, Randy Greg, Lady Randy, Lady Nation. This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. I want to uh, say uh, happy belated birthday to you, Greg. I hope you had a good one. I hope you celebrated hard. I hope it was one to remember. Um, but I just I'm just calling about this uh Antonio Brown trade. I know he, I know your feelings about it, Greg, you weren't too happy about it about it even happening and you didn't want the Divas side and all the other stuff to come along with it. But you know, now we got ourselves a a true number one wide receiver since, you know, the days of Tim Brown. You know, we haven't had one um, you know, going on that long. I, I don't see Amari Cooper as ever being a number one wide receiver, <clears throat> at least not for us, not for the Raiders. Um, you know, this this deal, I, I like the deal in the, in the sense that we didn't have to give up any of our first-round picks. We gave up a, thir- a third and a fifth, which it, I'm ecstatic about. You know, I, I didn't feel too comfortable with giving up, uh, you know, a first-round pick after we traded away Khalil Mack and, 
and Amari Cooper. But the other side I don't like is um, the, the deal part of it. Now that's a, that's the money that that Khalil Mack could have gotten. I don't understand why John Gruden doesn't see any um, value in defensive players, you know, especially ones who are generational players like Khalil Mack. But you know, that's that's a year gone now from that, and you know, I'm trying to move on from it. But you know, it's it's just in, in comparison, that's the only things I, I see that I don't like about it. But other than that, um, I think the only drama we're going to see this coming season is um, from the haters. As long as the, the Raiders go out there and Antonio Brown proves them wrong and Derek Carr has a rebound season and goes back to the way he was in 2016, I think our offense is going to, I mean, just function like a well-oiled machine. I don't see any issues with us, you know, doing the things and dominating on offense like we did uh, a few years back. Just my only concern would be on defense. So I'm hoping with these uh, this year's draft, um, we get ourselves some, you know, find a, a, a player that's going to be an instant impact and uh, it's not going to be a project and have to, you know, write a pine for a little bit and come in every other down or whatever. <clears throat> and in free agency, I hope that uh, you know, we can attract some good free agents. Other than that, Greg, um, this has been a week of pretty good news for the Raider Nation, I guess, you know, with the fact that the Raiders and the city of Oakland are coming to a, a, an agreement on staying one more year. That's that's a great thing for Raider Nation, just like you said, you know, if, if you can, make it out to Oakland, if, if if you can. Scrounge up some pennies, lift up the coins, lift up the, the cushions on your, on your couch and find some coins. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, pretty good week for Raider Nation. You know, potential deal staying one more year in the trade for Antonio Brown and not giving up, you know, the whole house for him. So on that note, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Great call. Great call, man. I I got to tell you, just Antonio alone, I was worried about a first-round pick. We had three of them. I thought they are going to give one up, and I thought, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much for this guy. But they didn't. And I agree with you. And the other thing I really didn't think about as much until you mentioned it was, yeah, you know, it's been a long-ass time since we had a player like Tim Brown or Jerry Rice. I mean, you know, or Fred Bolitnikoff, somebody who was the, the number one receiver that other people were afraid of. Cooper, it's obvious, didn't want to play here, man. He did not like the Raiders. I don't know what his deal was, but he looked depressed every game. I'm glad he's gone. Good riddance. And I hope we can pick up some players that will help us on defense. But, yeah, I'm glad about Brown. Uh, Trent Brown was a a big signing, too. We we did a lot of moving, man. We spent a whole bunch of money, which um, I'm not going to complain about at all. So, uh, good call, man. Absolutely. I think Antonio Brown will be exciting, especially since now I think Carr's the protection he's going to need to get the ball out. Thanks for the call, brother. It's always good. And our next caller is the Cheesehead Raider from none other than Wisconsin. What is happening, my brother? Hope the spring's getting there early for y'all this year. What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Cheesehead Raider from Wisconsin. Well, it's Monday morning. We uh, just traded for Antonio Brown. Um, 
great player, productive, no question. Uh, my question is the money. Now, we're going to give him another $50 million, um, guaranteed. He is going to make, per year, $19 million. Now, I know we're not supposed to say this name, but yes, I am going to go there. $19 million a year, Khalil Mack, the best defensive player in the game, younger. He wanted $20 million a year. At least that's what the contract that we found afterwards, but we know prior to him being traded, his agent offered a contract that was less. So why is it that we didn't have the money for Khalil Mack, but yet we have the money for Antonio Brown? Perhaps there's something else that was going on there that we don't know about. And then what is up with trading Osemele and a sixth-round pick for a fifth-round pick? What is up with this trading players and picks to get one pick. Why don't you just trade them straight up? The player for the pick. Seems like when we make trades, we go backwards. We give the player and picks, and then we get one pick back. So the team is getting two for one, and we're just getting one. Now, maybe it's because we're saving the money with Osemele. I don't know. But uh, it seems like this GM or that front office, whoever's making the decisions, is the same as the old GM. But maybe a workout, maybe it's the best. Kind of excited that we've got a car or a weapon. Hopefully it stays car. Um, let's see what the rest of free agency brings us. Let's see what the draft brings. And as you always say, Raider Greg, go Raiders. And with that, I'm like that fat girl at dodgeball. I am well, that's a good call, too, man. Let me just say, that's the second caller who's mentioned he who's not to be named. <laughs> Khalil McAttack from the Chicago Bears. Hey, man, I I thought it was a done deal. I never even stressed about it till late. And then I started stressing, and then, you know, you know what happened. I don't, I don't know what was going on. I can only tell you that the constant is John Gruden. So Mayock wasn't there. Veggie was there. Um, and in this rambling of free agent signings, I mean, we went out. I think we were one of the more active teams in free agents. The Colts didn't do anything. And they have all kinds of money. So I'm not sure what's going on here, but I know this. There's a very Al Davis-like free agency i think other than it being fast usually al took a while and then grabbed <laughs> randy moss or Warren Sapp. Oh, gosh. and overpaid them but i don't see that this year i don't see that in these players i don't see that in this team not yet anyway i think uh we got some good hired guns that should blend in nicely and if we start off right and win a few games I mean, we could be uh, in the right spot, especially with these draft picks. We'll have to see. We got a hit on them, bro. Thanks for the call, as always. And our next caller, my very good brother, Raider Dan, 
from Kansas City. What's happening, my good brother? Raider Gray, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. So we got AB. In the beginning, I felt just like you. I didn't want the guy. Now we have him. I'm glad we have him. There's so much hate on Fox Sports, BSPN, anybody you can talk to. Usually, when the hate comes this hard, it's not really directed at the player. It's directed to our great organization. People are scared of us, Raider Gray. I can feel it. Uh, I like what Mayock is doing. And um, I still optimistic about what kind of offense uh, John is going to run. But I also remember the early years when we really didn't have a quarterback until Rich got there. And Tim Brown was tearing people's butts up. A.B. is way faster than Tim Brown. You know, so I can see the vision. I can see what they're putting together. Um, I like what I see. And uh, I hope we make a run at a former chief, Justin Houston, and we get Josh Allen, two bookend defensive ends. Man, I could see it. I'm loving it right now, Ray Greg. I'm loving it. And all those haters, just keep hating on us. Everybody's scared of the Raiders. I'm out. First of all, thanks for calling this time of the season, brother. It's nice to hear you. And it's nice to hear how you're feeling about our team. And, yes, let me tell you, I don't know about Justin Houston. We got three first-round picks, three. And I'm going to tell you, I think myself that two of those might just be defensive ends or edge rushers. Or they might call them defensive linemen, but they're really going to end up to be edge rushers. I am excited about next season because I think our offense is really improved and I think our defense will be way improved. Now we'll have, we'll have some glitches and we're not going to the Super Bowl, but it'll be a much better team because we'll have much better players. And this offseason, I'm telling you, like you said, I, I, the Chiefs are supposed to be all that in the West, but man, I don't know. I think, uh, I think they're going to have to come through Oakland next year. And I think it's going to be very sad for them. Like they like they have a hard time every time they do come to Oakland, quite honest. And I love it. Appreciate the call, brother. I think we're on the right track. Wait till we see these beasts we draft. And I hope we don't draft no damn quarterback because I think we got one. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller needs no introduction, but I will. The Prez. From Memphis, Tennessee, it's in the house. What is going on, Mr. President? Mr. President. Raider Nation. Raider Andy and Raider Greg. This is the prayer, the enthused prayer, the excited prayer. The almost overjoyed and I don't know even where to begin, but I'm going to say this right here. For Gruden, who was in the doghouse, and Dan there pissed off everybody, including myself, 
secretly. I mean, at first I would never reveal that, though, but I want to give you the benefit of the doubt. You are also a great start, sir. I think that by Job, you and my good man, as you would say, Mo, Mo Davis, and our new GM are putting their heads together. Now, the key is to get that offensive line so Carr can throw that ball or whoever it is going to be the quarterback. But I'm not going to, you know, dap on that right there. I mean, it's obvious that's what's going to have to happen, though. But to go in for the juggler, I'm impressed. I'm damn impressed. It's the campfire that needs to be relighted or relit it to put that flame back in for the Raider Nation. Because like I said in my last play, my last post, when I was there, we were sad, we were losing, we were tanking, we stink. That was not a bad that was not a good way to go. Not a good way to go at all. And though I did predict that we would be back, which I am very happy we did, we would get a chance not only to redeem ourselves, but look like a god darn football team. Ladies and gentlemen of Raider Nation, I am proud to say that we are back on track. Now, it remains to be seen, but you cannot help but be enthused and excited when you pull this damn draft picks without losing it to get some marquee players. And let's talk about A.B. a, a bit. The guy's damn good. Yeah, he's a diva. I mean, okay, we'll, we'll do. We'll take that. You know, it is what it is. As long as you go ahead and handle the, the, the business and test those balls, we'll waver that. But we haven't had an impact player in a long time. And no Adrian Cookie Coopers could have been that way, though, but, you know, it fizzled out. But we have a stud wide receiver. With the possibility of bringing LeVon Bale, which we're starting to run out on money, now that would be something. First, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. And I'm sorry you got cut off. We had some issues with our phone service. I don't know what's going on there, but we're we're on it. So if you got cut off in your phone calls because um, the company were having issues with that. Long story short, um, yeah, we have a impact player, and I think that he's going to show up unlike Cooper did, and I think he's going to show up in a big way. A run after the catch is going to be awesome, and it's going to free up our other wide receivers to make some. And I just think we... Oh, if we could get a beast running back as one of the three first-rounders or a beast running back at all in this draft, a big bruiser, it would be like Wheatley and Garner. We would have a hell of an offense. So appreciate the call, man, and I'm excited too. You have all the right to be uh, after we went through hell last year, and I mean it was a tough, tough year. As you know. Thanks for the call. And our next caller is Raider Rob from Maryland. What's happening, my good brother? Raider Craig. Raider Rob from Maryland. Calling in, man. Just got done watching this AB press conference. <laughs> Ask kicker, man. We haven't had something like that in a while. Well, we had Cleo Mack, but 
whatever. Anyway, it's nice out today here in Maryland. Not cold. Took dog for a walk. No gloves. Took football. Like what the Raiders are doing. I don't know if it's Mayock. I don't know if it's Gruden. But tackle, safety, AB, the dude from the Chargers. Four draft picks in the first 35. Hey, man. It'd be a good year. Hope you and Randy are good. Hope you're enjoying your uh, day. And I'll talk to you later. Well, that's a perfect way to end this show. That was a great call because it sums up the entire offseason so far. We got impact player on Brown. We got some wide receivers coming up. We got some linemen. We got some defensive backs. We got help at the safety position. We've improved our team and we have a ton of draft picks. Of which I hope we do not pick a quarterback. Please don't pick a quarterback. <laughs> Let's get Carr a chance this year. I think we got to, man, and I think he's brought us to the promised land before. We just need to give him the tools and give him a good defense, get some pass rushers in here, man. The Raiders are looking freaking good. I ain't kidding. You know I fire from the hip, and I don't jack around. This is Raider Greg with the longest-running sports podcast, professional sports podcast in history, the Raider Nation podcast, and I am out.